Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, let's do this. Morning. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast. I've got some things I got to talk about. I'm going to get into the Braves winning again four games in a row. Got a big Thursday night game tonight between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. And big local news that came down yesterday that broke via Twitter. Now the Ledger Inquirer is breaking the story. Jordan High School has decided to cancel the remaining football season due to COVID protocols and injuries. So with that, I have an opinion on that and it will affect high school football in the Valley. But first, let's get right into the show with the Atlanta Braves. The Braves won 9-2 over the Diamondbacks. They looked stellar despite Adam Duvall losing a home run on an overturned call. The Atlanta Braves are 80 and 70 and they have the best infield in all of baseball. When you have Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albies, Dansby Swanson, and Austin Riley, you have Freddie Freeman currently with 31 home runs and 82 runs batted in. Ozzy Albies with 30 home runs. 100 runs batted in. Austin Riley, 31 home runs, 95 runs batted in. And Dansby Swanson with 26 home runs and 82 runs batted in. Those are four infielders that have a very productive season at the plate. That is the barometer nowadays. 30 home runs, 100 runs batted in. And you got four infielders have already reached that plateau or they are close. And the Braves are doing this without Ronald Acuna Jr., without Marcelo Zuna. So their outfield has been depleted. They did get Jorge Soler, and he does have 11 home runs. After that, you have Adam Duvall. So you have some players that have stepped into the starting role in the outfield for the Braves, and they are also doing it with timely pitching. Max Fried is leading the way. And he is going to be the ace of the staff. He's going to get that nod in game one when they make it to the postseason. He is 12-7 and on the year with a 3.31 earn run average. Charlie Morton is going to be the second starter. He's 13-6 and with 3.49 earn run average. And after that, who's going to be the third starter? Is it going to be Ian Anderson? Is it going to be Drew Smiley? Or is it going to be Husakar Yona? The Braves have five starters, but when you get into the postseason, you usually play usually pitch with four starters. So the Atlanta Braves still have a three-game lead over the Phillies. Their magic number to clinch the postseason is nine. So good luck to the Braves for the remainder of the season. They will take on game four of a four-game series. As they go for the sweep, this is an afternoon game at 340 Eastern as they will take on Madison Bumgarner. Charlie Morton will take the mound for the Braves. And then after that, 
they will travel to San Diego to take on the Padres, and then they will take on the Phillies. Closing out the series, they will take on the Mets back at home October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. The wild card games will start October 5th and 6th as we get ready for the postseason. Just running down the standings in Major League Baseball. No surprise, the best team in the American League has been the Tampa Bay Rays. However, the Boston Red Sox have won seven straight, but they are still six games back from the Rays. The Chicago White Sox have a commanding lead in the AL Central. They are 85 and 66. And you got the Houston Astros that have an eight-game lead over the Seattle Mariners. They are 91 and 61. They're locked in for that number two seed. So the White Sox and the Astros are on a collision course to meet in the postseason. Tampa Bay would have the number one seed, and they would take on the winner of the wild card game. Right now, the Boston Red Sox have a two-game lead on the Yankees for the number one wildcard spot. And then you got the Toronto Blue Jays a half game behind the Yankees, followed by the Seattle Mariners with a two-and-a-half game lead, followed by the Seattle Mariners who are back two-and-a-half, and then the Oakland A's who are three-and-a-half back. So it's a very tight wildcard race in the American League, and it should be fun with two weeks to play in the Major League Baseball season. Over in the National League, I can't get enough of this race in the NL West. It has been exciting. The Giants win again. They beat the Padres. They are 99-53. The last time they won 100 games was 2003. The following year after they lost to the Angels in the World Series, Felipe Alou took over for Dusty Baker and they did not skip a beat. They won over 100 games in 2003, however, lost to the eventual world champion Florida Marlins. The Giants have a two-game lead on the Dodgers because the Dodgers lost to the Colorado Rockies last night. Walker Buehler did not have his best stuff and this is going to go down to the stretch. It's a shame that these two teams can't play each other to close out the season. The Dodgers will take on the Diamondbacks, the Padres, and then the Milwaukee Brewers to wrap up the season. Looking at the Giants' schedule, they will take on the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, and the Padres to close out the schedule for the 2021 Major League Baseball season. Right now, the Giants have the best record in baseball, and they would be the number one seed. The Dodgers right now are the number four seed. They are locked into that wild card spot. You have the Milwaukee Brewers that have an eight and a half game lead over the Cardinals. They would be the number two seed, and the Atlanta Braves would be the number three seed. So if the postseason ended today, the Braves would play the Brewers in the playoffs. The Giants will play the winner of the wild card game which it would be the Dodgers going up against the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals have a sizable lead over the Cincinnati Reds and the Philadelphia Phillies. They have a four and a half game lead. They have won 11 straight. They have been the hottest team in baseball and that is a team you do not want to face in a one game playoff because watch the Cardinals. They send out Adam Wainwright and they have all that experience They have a history of making it through that wild card game and sneaking into the postseason. Remember, they won the World Series in 2006. They didn't even win 90 games. It's just incredible what the Cardinals have done in their historic franchise, and the Dodgers do not want to play the Cardinals if it comes down to a one-game playoff. That's why it's so important that either the Giants or the Dodgers, one of them has to win the NL West, and they are going for it. They are playing every night like it's a postseason game, and the Giants are holding serve hanging on by a thread only leading 
buy two games. Thursday night football tonight. I love the fact that we can watch football just about every night except Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You got the Carolina Panthers. They're an eight-point favorite going into NRG Stadium in Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Davis Mills will be at quarterback for the Texans. Surprisingly, they had a pretty good game week one over the Jacksonville Jaguars, but the Panthers have been very impressive. Christian McCaffrey is their versatile running back that could do everything. DJ Moore, a very talented wide receiver, and Sam Darnold. He's not making the big mistakes, and the Panthers have a very underrated defense. I'm really excited to see the Panthers in prime time to see if they can get to 3-0, and we could start talking about the Panthers as one of the best teams in the league. If they get to 3-0, they could be one of those teams that could challenge the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, so I heard last night via Twitter, you know, I follow a lot of media people in the Columbus area, and it just came across the Twitter feed that the vocational school from Jordan High, the Red Jackets, had a new coach and everything has decided to cancel their entire football season. Now, they were 0-4. They really only played three games. One of the games was a forfeit because of COVID, and this was the right decision. They dropped down to 20 players. They had a bunch of injuries. They had an outbreak of COVID, and the game on Friday between Kendrick, both teams were coming into this game 0-4. This game will be canceled. So what does that mean? Does that mean that Kendrick gets the win? And what is going to happen when it comes to shuffling the rest of the games? Because you look at with what Jordan did canceling the rest of the season, that's one less game on the schedule for all the other teams in 4A. And so I'm wondering if they are going to allow them to just be a forfeit. But there was a statement that came out from the high school. Due to COVID-associated protocols and injuries, Jordan does not have the student athletes available to safely field a varsity team. And that is important when you're competing in 4A high school football. We do have some high school football games tonight. We have Northside who is 3-0, taking on Whitewater out of Fayetteville. They are 3-1. That game will be at Connect Stadium. We have the Blue Devils from Columbus who are 1-3 on the season. They will travel up to Callaway Stadium to take on Troop County. Troop County is 3-1 on the season. And of course, we had some high school football games that have been moved around. Uh, Carver is on a bye this week, but we had Hardaway taking on Spencer. That was going to be at A.J. McClung. That has been moved to Connect Stadium on Friday because the LaGrange-Shaw game has been canceled due to COVID. And I'm a big fan of high school football. Everybody knows that I'm a PA announcer for Russell County. We already had a game canceled because of COVID protocols from the other team. They just couldn't field the team. They had approximately 20 people, and you can't really field a team with that many people. And so it, it was a forfeit win for Russell County. This really hurts when you have a football team like Jordan canceling its season. And, and all these games canceled. Harris County has canceled a game. You had LaGrange and Northside. That game was canceled. It really hurts the student-athletes, especially the seniors that are coming into their final year of football. And it hurts the boosters. It hurts the fans. I understand we have to follow safety protocols. We are still in a pandemic that has been going on for almost two years. Yes, December of 2019 was when we first heard 
the word coronavirus. And it is September 2021. It is almost two years that we have been in this pandemic. It hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy on a lot of people. And we had to give up some sacrifices. Sports was very difficult last year, especially without fans. I think it's a blessing that we could actually have high school football games. The games that I have attended have been very well attended. And it's outside and people are making sure that they are safe. Remember, 55% of the adult population is fully vaccinated in this country. I get it that the Delta variant is six times more contagious than the Alpha variant. I've done my research. I read up on COVID-19. Yes, it affects me in the world of sports, especially since I'm calling games. I do feel like we need to take precaution and we need to just live our lives. That's all that we ask us to do is just live our lives. Yes, the world will continue to move on without sports. I do feel bad for the Jordan football team and hopefully they can recover from this and come back strong in 2022 and feel the team once again. That is what I would like to see. So it is Thursday. We do have some high school football games tonight. I will recap those games on tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's show will be the special high school football show because we do have some important games in the valley including opelika taking on central i was waiting for the update from wbrl to state whether or not that was going to be the high school game of the week i think it's going to be the high school game of the week i don't know about you i mean i think that that is a formidable game as Opelika is three and two on the season, taking on Central, who's one of the top teams in the state of Alabama. One of the good things about the team I call for Russell County being on the road is that my Friday night is freed up and I can choose to go to another football game. I actually was planning on going to the Shaw LaGrange game and then it was canceled because I do have ties with Shaw and I work up in LaGrange. I do a lot of uh, stuff at the LaGrange High School and you know I have some connections with with some of the LaGrange staff so I was looking forward to it but that's okay Uh, I will try to find something else to do for my Friday nights um, and then we'll start it back up again next week on the 1st of October when Russell County will take on Opelika and that is another big week too because you have Carver taking on LaGrange And then you have Auburn take it on Central. I'm really excited about high school football and hopefully we don't have any more outbreaks and we can continue with this season. Many of you know that I am a big fan of good sports movies. I just saw the trailer for the new Kurt Warner movie and I am excited. It will air this Christmas. It's called The American Underdog, The Kurt Warner Story. And the actor Zachary Levi. Many of you know him from the TV series Chuck. He also was Shazam. A very talented actor is going to play Kurt Warner. The Academy Award winning actress Anna Paquin, where has she been the last 20 years, is going to play Brenda Warner. And Dennis Quaid, a very underrated actor, and I wish he was still married to Meg Ryan, is going to play Dick Vermeil. This is going to be the second movie where Dick Vermeil is portrayed as a character, as he was portrayed in the movie Invincible with the wide receiver Vince Papali. But Kurt Warner's story is one of the greatest sports stories ever told, and that's why they made a movie about it. Kurt Warner came up on the practice squad to the Green Bay Packers in 1994. He played for the Iowa Barnstormers for two years, and then the Amsterdam Admirals. He was, at one point in his life, bagging groceries. 
Then he gets invited to training camp for the Rams in 1999. No one expected that the Rams would be any good. Remember, the 49ers dynasty was about to end. And then the Rams, who were nicknamed the greatest show on turf, Trent Green gets injured and in comes Kurt Warner, has an MVP season, Super Bowl MVP. He had weapons everywhere, Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, had one of the best offensive linemen of all time, Orlando Pace. The Rams in the 1999 season was incredible, and so this movie is going to portray that, and I cannot wait. I'm excited to see this movie because this story has to be told. What's amazing about Kurt Warner, he got elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2017. He led the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. He took two different teams to the Super Bowl. That is incredible. And he's just a great guy. He's now an analyst on the NFL Network. And I've always been a fan of Kurt Warner. And I've always felt like he played the game the right way. And I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. I am available to answer any question you may have. Or if you want to be a guest on my podcast, just send me a message in the inbox. We will get you on the air and it will be fun. We will ask questions. We will go ahead and get into detail about any type of sporting event that might occur. One thing I do understand is when I actually post on Twitter that I do get a lot of followers. I'm actually almost close to 100 followers. So that is a milestone in my podcast. Been doing this podcast since January of 2020 and I'm still going strong. Thank you once again. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show where I preview high school football and I will recap the games that are happening tonight. Until then, have a great day. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.